world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. The most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Some sad news first before I start my tirade. Um, good friend of ours, early, early Gun for Hire radio sponsor, uh, Paul Nolan, the owner of uh, Physical Graffiti in Linden, last Saturday was heading down the, to Central Jersey to ride with some of his friends, and he never showed up. And his friends were looking for him, wife was looking for him, son was looking for him, and uh, he had a motorcycle accident. We don't know all the details of the accident yet because he hasn't regained consciousness and his wife is not allowed to visit him in the hospital yeah. under COVID. Uh, but he was airlifted to Robert Wood Johnson Hospital Trauma Center, and he has bleeding on his brain. They had to put a feed tube in him fractured skull, cervical fracture, and a subarachnoid hemorrhage, Sandy? Sub subarachnoid. Subarachnoid hemorrhage and a subdural hematoma. Mm -hmm. Can you explain that a, a bit, just a little bit? Well, what's happening is, is the, you know, there's blood entering into the skull in between the, uh, <sighs> the skull and the brain, and they have to usually relieve the, uh, the pressure on the brain. <clears throat> they have to do it very carefully because that's what causes uh, sometimes permanent brain damage. It's not a, not a good situation, but, I mean, it's, you know, they don't call them donor cycles for nothing, right? I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, his tattoo shop was scheduled to reopen the 22nd. His wife, Carrie, and him are partners. Mm. And uh, they started a GoFundMe page. It's very easy to find. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Paul Nolan, uh, P-A-U-L. N-O-L-I-N. Just Google Paul Nolan. Go fund me if you want to uh, donate something. Paul's a great guy. Great. He's absolutely great guy. Early sponsor, Gun for Hire Radio. We did a radio show from his tattoo parlor, yes, remember? Yes, we did. Yeah. That was our first remote. First remember? remote we yeah. ever did was down there. Yeah. Um, and uh, Eddie Falcone was there. Yep. Uh, and his kids. Yeah. And that was, <laughs> yeah, that's Remember? Right. Yeah, that's Remember right. we, had, we had a really yeah. good time. Yeah, we did. And Paul and Carrie and his son, Paulie, they, they come in all the time to shoot. We do gun transfers for him. He's just an all-around great guy. He's a Rob, sweet guy. Rob Lopez and a ton of other people all use him for tattoos. He did the Capitalist Marksman tattoo on me when we were filming that TV show, remember? Yeah, right, right. Uh, Jersey Loaded. And uh, he's just a great guy. Everybody would love him. And, uh, you know, he followed me, and he got all kinds of healthy and shit, and he started working out and uh, eating right. Yeah. And he lost a ton of weight, and he's got physically fit. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, hopefully some of that will help him yeah. through this time, right? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't hurt to be in bad shape when you have a tragedy, you know, tragic accident, right? Right, right. So I think uh, everybody should uh, obviously... Uh, donate if you can 
And uh, definitely, if you need some tattoos and stuff, check out Physical Graffiti. Carrie and the rest of the staff will be there starting the 22nd. I'm sure they could use the um, influx of uh, business. Especially now. All right. So I'm going to address an issue. Now, at f before I address this issue, I want to talk about me. As an NRA board member and under the microscope, I've been attacked uh, by uh, people on the far left as being racist, sexist, misogynist, anti-Semitic, anti-Muslim, anti-this, anti-that. Uh, they've gone and researched my, oh, anti-Catholic church. Uh, they've gone and researched little things I, I, I've said pissed off about radical Islam or pedophilia in the Catholic church or uh, New World Order, which somehow they link to being anti-Semitic, you know, which was news to me. That's so as, as a white male born in Newark, New Jersey, 59 years old, as a Second Amendment advocate, tip of the spear in New Jersey, I put myself out there. I know these attacks are coming. I've lost sleep over some of these attacks because I know who I am and I know how I treat people. And uh, the, after what happened with uh, George Floyd, uh, it seems to have been a flashpoint uh, in the minority community now, like they've had enough of police brutality. And, you know, we can stick all our statistics that we want. Uh, because when you watch a man get murdered for almost nine minutes uh, on a video, if it doesn't piss you off, uh, you're not human because that could have been you. Your heart okay? breaks. It's it's un, it's it's un, it's unbelievable. It, it, it looks like it's like it's fake. Correct. So we we and listen. All of you out there, anybody that is posting the shit while well, George Floyd was in prison, George Floyd did that. The cop's job is not judge, right. jury, and execution. That's absolutely right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As hard as it may be for you to understand this, th this is a shit scenario. If George Floyd had shot one of those four cops, it's not the other three cops' job to kill him. Right. Sad but true, that's how our justice system works, and it's civil rights for everyone, all right? So now imagine what's going on in this country right now, and the, the other disclaimer I want to put out there is I'm talking about protesters today, not rioters and looters. There is no room for rioters or looters, all right? They, in my eyes, lose all their credibility as a protester as soon as you start breaking other people's property and stealing shit. And I don't care what color you are, you're all in the same category with me, okay? You, you agree with me, Sandy? I do, yeah. So I've seen some of the posts go up after George Floyd when all of these uh, uh, protests sprang out for, against police brutality. And I had a few people in the minority community reach out to me saying, wow, I thought a lot of these 2A people were my friends. And I see some of the shit they're posting, and it makes me question our allegiance. Okay? Ainsley was one of them. And he's like, yeah, I'm done with 2A in New Jersey. I'm not helping out. I'm not volunteering anymore. And I've heard it from a lot of other people. Uh, he's most prominent because him and I have been uh, friends 
I call him my friend. We haven't hung out together, but I call him my friend because we've been friends, God, since Belleville. Remember, yeah, we've yeah, had him sure. uh, around forever. Him and I spoke down in Trenton in the teeming rain and with you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think that was the – I don't know if that was the first time I met him. Every time there's a 2A thing, I would always volunteer him to be the uh, MC, And I don't want to tell you what he said back to me. The only thing I hold against him was, remember he stole my gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I was thinking okay. about that the other day. We spoke in Trenton, and and it was it was freezing. Oh, it and, was horrible. And when I left, I left. I said to Ainsley, I said, "Here, take my gloves because my car's right around a block." Sandy and I have to go. And then I busted his chops for like uh, three weeks. And then he came to the to, to the Belleville facility. He's like, "Take your damn gloves," you know, <laughs> which was funny. But but back to seriousness. Why do we have hypocrisy? in the Second Amendment community. If you support the Second Amendment, then you have to support the First Amendment too, right? We can't pick and choose. I mean, we don't we criticize people for that all the time? It's pick yes. and, picking and choosing which amendments you like and which you don't. It's like people who like parts of a Bible and pick, or, 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 uh, and, and, and don't uh, agree with other parts. Yeah. Correct, correct. So we protest at 2A rallies and open New Jersey rallies because people, you know, want to voice their opinion. But then when we see people protesting about police brutality, people make snide comments, right? I mean, yeah. shouldn't we all be able to peacefully protest? Yeah. Is it because it's minorities and it's, and it's a, a, a police brutality and I'm calling this police brutality protest because I'm going to glance over a couple of cases that happened before George Floyd. And the other thing I want you to remember is I've said this, I think, two or three previous shows. I think a lot of the protesters who switched over to rioters and looters, a lot of it has to do with this three-month economic and mental lockdown. Well, a lot of it's got to do with something we talked about I'm going to say 10 years ago on the show, which was that book, The Coming Insurrection. If you go back and reread that book, it is a playbook for exactly what's happening right now, where the Communist Party takes over um, any opportunity they can. And if you look at many of the groups that are there and you look at their websites uh, and you look at the fundamentals of their websites and their movements and some of the things that they're demanding... Uh, it's right out of a Marxist playbook. Whew. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've thought long and hard about this. And, you know, like, listen, when, when, when a two-way person gets red flagged or there's a no-knock a no warrant, we all get pissed, right? Yeah, sure. So why is it different when a minority is subjected to the same? It's not. But people comment like that, you know? Like, oh, too bad or whatever. But if it was a white person, they seem to have different standards. And I want everybody in the, in the 2A community that listens to the show and pass it around, we're either all in this together or we're not in it at all. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And if our brothers and sisters in the minority community feel this way and approach me about it, how many feel this way and don't say anything? Right, right. And then you expect them to rally behind our cause. Well, one of the biggest problems, I, I think, the, the community has had, our, the 2A community has had, is the fact that 
most of the people of color, let's just say, are there's a stigma around guns, and Ainsley has said this a number of times, uh, and it, it, it's that's very hard for everybody to break, and and you're starting to see bits and pieces of this. If, maybe if something comes of this, that the two way the two way community I know now is there's a, an organization that represents African American gun owners. Yes, and. Um, NAAGA or something yeah, like something that. Like yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, and that kind of is sad in a way because they feel, you know, I know you can't really speak freely on this, I can, but uh, they feel as if the the NRA has doesn't represent them at all um, for, for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe they're listening to the wrong media or maybe it's just the truth. Uh, maybe there's maybe there's part of it. I mean, you know, I, I know how many times that there's been fractions of the two-way community. You know, gun owners of America, and, and on and on and on and on. And everybody want, feels that they're going to do a better job at it uh, than the NRA. But it's it's kind of telling that you know people of color feel that they they can't they can't or shouldn't or that the stigma around uh, firearms legal legal firearms ownership is is uh, is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I and now is this is this going to make it better? Is it going to make it worse? What, what do you what do you think? What do you feel? I think it's getting worse. I, I think after the George Floyd thing, and 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 I'm going to give us some examples of what, more incendiary stuff. But you know. As long as the protest is peaceful, all of us in the gun community should applaud and support it. It's our duty, right? Right, yeah. When we mock peaceful protesters, we're hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's face it. Yeah. Let's face it. If the pro-life people or the pro-abortion people want to have a protest, that's their prerogative, just like we in the 2A community have our protest. So, again, you know, uh, Ainsley told me down in Trenton, there was a peaceful protest going on, and another group of people that were not part of their protest came down and started looting and wilding or whatever. You know, mm. like their protest got hijacked. Yeah. And, of course, where do the media cameras run? Right, of course, yes. Yeah. Right. You know, there could be 10,000 peaceful people protesting this police brutality situation, and there's 30 jackasses breaking stuff. And, you know, I watched a lot of the rioting videos and it didn't all seem dark to me it seemed like there was a lot of different color people and a lot of antifa or caucasian looking people too yeah. right well that's that's what i mean about uh, the infiltration of any type of uh, protest by people who are not from that not from that but are using that uh to further their own feather their own bed you know so to speak look, look at what's going on in the new chaz are you, I, you know, <laughs> there's, there's rumor, cut off their wi-fi let's see how long they last but rumor has it and i have to ask you this uh, rumor has it that you're planning to open up a new facility in the new republic of chaz Yes, I'm going into Chaz in Seattle. I'm going to have a gun training facility. Good, because it I'm looks like they teach, need that. Yeah. I'm going to teach we're going to make a gun that shoots tofu. Based based Stinky on a lot tofu. of based on a lot of the YouTube videos of the Chaz what would you call them? militia army uh, I'm not sure quite uh, 
uh, you know, trigger discipline is probably probably a good place to start. <laughs> but uh... <coughs> so, listen to this. Have, we've all been pulled over by a police officer before, right? Right? Have you been pulled over, Sandy? Uh, one time, yes. Did you get nervous when you got pulled over? Um, no. Oh, uh, you're on drugs. So most well, people. Well, no, because it was. I was confused. I was more confused than anything else. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. most people when you get pulled over, you get you get nervous, right? Now imagine with all of these high profile cases, and I'm going to give four examples of stuff that's going on right now in the past two years. Imagine being a black person and getting pulled over after seeing like a George Floyd video, right? Well, I think. Or, I, I or think after maybe Philando even, Castile was shot yeah, maybe, and he had not, a carry permit. Right. Maybe not even seeing that. I think that is probably the issue. Okay. And, and you know, like, like Ainsley says, it's not all cops. It's just the bad cops. Right. And he comes from a family of police officers. Yes, he does, yeah. Okay. And we know that. And, like, think about this. Bring... Wouldn't you not be pissed, all right? It's not bad police. It's all police. Just like there's bad gun people. It's not all gun people. Let's let's use a parallel, right? right? So we have – in New York, NYPD gets 850-hour training. New York City barber's license is 1,500 hours worth of training, <laughs> yeah, Sandy. Right. They never have money in the budget for training, but then they always have money in the budget for lawsuits. Right. Right? Now, don't get me wrong. If police had a million hours training – Assholes would still slip through. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Right? They yeah, would still absolutely. slip through. Yeah. Okay? But we in the 2A community, we need to own up to this and face it head on. All right? We need to make a decision. Are you for the Second Amendment for everybody? Are you for the Second Amendment for just everybody that looks like you? Right. All right? right. We have to do this. All right? And I'm upset about it. All right? You know, listen... Ainsley talks about his daughter, 14 years old. Think about it as a black man, how he has to educate his daughter at 14 years old. Because the black community is 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 scared. Right. They're scared right now after watching a video like that. Kind of, and rightfully so. We'll be right back. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, 
National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. I like cold cuts and I cannot lie Cause when I'm stuck inside When a man walks by in the middle of the day He thinks that it's okay to chow down I go to town and I know that my wife will frown Cause I just stay here and linger And I eat them with my fingers I never properly close it She's angry cause she knows it I nosh it and I leave it And then she has to retrieve it So ladies, yeah. ladies yeah. Do you think that I may be lazy? Continue. Listen, we could blame the press and politicians for causing some of this division, but we all mu also must rise above it, damn it. All right? Mm -hmm. Is the 2A only a white thing? If we decide the 2A is only a white thing, then I say the black people take back barbecue. <laughs> what do you think? No, I don't want that to happen. Ah, that's, okay. That's okay. Just, I don't want okay. that to happen under any... Uh, <laughs> Under, under any situation or any circumstance whatsoever. And, and, and look at the people we have out there helping us. We have Tony Simon with the diversity shoes. Right. Right? We have Maj Ture. He's right. all over the place. Yeah. Make the hood great again. Black guns matter. The right. whole bit. And then we have Colian Noir, who used to be with the NRA, and now he's morphed into his own thing. There's some high-profile people mm -hmm. looking to create more unity, looking to bring more people of color into the community. And if you're sitting home making fun of the peaceful protesters in the black community then we're taking your barbecue away. And, and let's let's add the fact that these guys have a really tough row to hoe. I mean, th their their job is very difficult because they're fighting against a, 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 a stereotype. They're fighting against, you know, mom and them who, who are just saying guns are bad and, uh, you know, they just a whole generational thing. And, and, and I, I don't... You know, I don't envy them whatsoever because they're having a very, very difficult time. But but making great inroads, too. I mean, you look at what Tony Simon's doing just at, at your range and what Ainsley does on a daily basis. I mean, Ainsley is probably one of the finest human beings I know in, in, in his giving back to the community. Uh, he, he works his whole day job, and then he goes out and he gives back teaching uh young men uh and women how to start and operate their own businesses yep so so let's let's talk about a couple of things we have the uh brianna taylor case remember no knock warrant wrong house i mean right house uh the drug dealer had moved three years ago he right. was already in prison she was an emt in yeah. kentucky right and they fatally shot her in her bed yeah. The Louis, Louisville Metro Police Department. And then they came out and said that the incident report was full of lies and fabrications. So you're a person of color. You read that. What do you think? You get, right. mad, you get mad as hell. Right. Okay. Right. Then what about the jogger 
Okay. Um, oh. Down yeah. in Georgia, yeah. uh, what's his name? Avery um, uh, Ahmed Arbery. Tracked Arbery. down, used the N-word, videotaped the whole thing, and killed him for walking into a building that was under construction and walking back out. Didn't steal anything, okay? Again, another case. I don't want to hear whatever history he may have or may have not had. I don't even know, and I don't even care. Okay, murder. It, it, does, it doesn't matter. Murdered. Right, right. And then the other one, especially the gun community, was silent about this in 2017. Remember Philando Castile? Oh, my God. I don't understand why the gun community was so yeah, silent. I, I agree as well. Okay. And he had a concealed carry permit. Yeah. And he was shot. Yeah. Okay. He was shot. And, uh, and, and nobody you, rose above you, if that. If you look at that video, you, 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 you're, again, you're in absolute disbelief and you say my god uh, do i ever want to carry a firearm again then of course george floyd but then you know what we have this week we have a uh, uh down in south jersey we have a peaceful protest walking by and we have a corrections officer and a fedex worker reenacting the george floyd murder as the per protesters are going by sandy where was this down in uh south jersey Oh, my God. New Jersey corrections officer and a FedEx employee were suspended for mocking the George Floyd killing. It's on video. Oh. Okay? And you have minorities and whites walking by peaceful protest, and this jackass is doing that. Then we had another cop in New Jersey that they showed pictures of protesters and, and looters, and he wrote, looks like target practice to me. Oh, that's just okay. Yeah. We have this is not good. We have to rise above this. This is yeah. not good. Okay, everybody that I know in the two way community are law abiding, tax paying citizens. Right. Okay, and I call them all my friends, and I would stand side by side with any of them before a lot of other people in the two way community. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of other people. Yeah, so everybody out there, this is where I'm gonna end it. Everybody out there, think about those cases I just covered. Think about that corrections officer. And then I want you to think about it before you post or you comment on something. Walk a mile in their shoes. And you, you highlighted a few. There, there are hundreds of situations like this. And, and, and it's not, look, it's not only a black thing. Uh, or, or, it, it is, uh, you know, how many, and again, as a guy who's made his livelihood in training for the past 20 years and you for the past 30 years, um, we both agree that training is a, a major component of everything that goes on. Can you, can you train out stupid? No. No. You can't. No. But training this is, is a this, critical this, thing. This is how I look at it. When I meet someone, within 10 seconds, I know if they're an asshole or not. Yeah, I don't yeah. think, are they a Muslim asshole? Right. Are they a Spanish right. asshole? Are they a right. Catholic asshole? Is you, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> right. Okay? Right. You're either an asshole or you're not an asshole. Yeah. I know within 10 seconds. And I have subgroups of assholes. So. Yeah, but, th but that's it for me. <laughs> right. Okay? I don't look at it at that point. Right. Sorry. No, asshole is asshole. It oh, anyway, I had to get that off my chest. I want everybody to share this far and wide. I want everybody to get on board because we all need to be together and we need to support those people and we need to think about the situation on how they feel. And again, we could throw statistics out. More white people do this. More white people get police brutality. More white. That's fine. But look at these high-profile, indefensible cases I just gave you. 
All right. If you look at it from that, if you're a member of the black or minority community and you look at those cases mm -hmm. and, of course, the media hype that rightly goes with those cases, you're scared shit right now. You're hypersensitive. When you see someone that you thought you was your friend or brother or sister in the 2A community post something disparaging about people protesting this, you're garbage. I honestly think social media should be abolished. Boy. <laughs> Burn it down to the ground. Boy. I mean, it is it has done nothing but but bring out the base, uh, uh, horrible human instinct in in in, in so many people. I, Correct. I, I can't even look at the the bird thing. So please, everybody, reflect about breaking these ignorant stereotypes, please. Now on to some fun. You ready? We have fun. It's fun. Yes, we All have right. fun. Let's, let's do some. The fun. the gayest town in New Jersey is Asbury Park. <laughs> the most liberal town in New Jersey is Asbury Park. Yeah, that's true. The mayor of Asbury Park is a gay man. The deputy mayor of Asbury Park is a lesbian woman who's married with an adopted daughter, and the council is mostly gay. Mm -hmm. I stayed down there last year with Tracy. We went down for a weekend. We stayed at the Asbury Hotel. I love it down there, the restaurants, the entertainment, the beach and everything. They passed a resolution last week. They're opening June 15th in defiance of the crown. <laughs> They're saying F you. Yes. Could you what, not? Could you ask for a perfect storm? Literally the most liberal town in the state. Listen of to me. People do not realize. <laughs> now it's going to tomorrow's the 15th. They say they're going to open. Murphy says, well, well, it's up to local law enforcement because <laughs> he stammered with it. How does he attack Asbury Park, Sandy? Oh, he can. He right? He can, man. <laughs> Okay, what? this is not a gun issue. <laughs> I am sitting at the edge of my seat with a jumbo buttered popcorn. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely right. Okay. I said that to my wife last night. I said, <laughs> I just want to get a big bowl of popcorn and watch this shit burn down. Because <laughs> if the local law enforcement doesn't enforce, are they going to send the state police? This is – listen, right. he – I'm, I'm again peaceful protest. I'm all for it. the best thing Murphy did was those two peaceful protests last week. Because he became a hypocrite and he had to start opening the state faster. Right. Because he says protesting for uh, racism is okay. Protesting to open your business or get back to work not okay. is not okay. Right. All right. So he exposed his hypocrisy. But now, oh, my God, Asbury Park. <laughs> this is not 20 gun people or all the gun ranges no. opening up at the no. same time. This is going to be awfully hard. Now, some restaurants said they're not taking a chance. Some are. The, the, the deputy mayor, she said on her Facebook page, Amy Quinn, she said, listen, he said we're allowed indoor in capacity entertainment, 25% capacity. What's the difference with a restaurant? Right. Because, you know, he uses the Ouija board, the wheel, the, you know, <laughs> tick, 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 open, don't open, ask Cuomo what he's doing, whatever. Right. Okay. Much, yeah. It's 14 weeks now. Businesses and gyms and stuff, I see posts every day, not opening again, not opening again, closed, not opening again. You know, so, so I commend Asbury Park. I support them. If their reopening is a success on Monday, I'm taking a ride down with Tracy one day during the week for dinner if you and uh, Di would like to join me. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make reservations in one of the restaurants and support them. I'm sure they're going to be slower during the week anyway, although they might not. But I'm wondering. They may will not, any yeah, a lot of places are may not open during the week, but just on, say, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going anyway yeah. just to stir shit. Yeah. Okay. Now, 
Will other towns follow suit? They're all watching this closely. Murphy is in a really tough position here. Yeah. Okay, if he comes down hard, okay, it's going to be a bad thing. I don't, if I don't know. If he doesn't come can, down, it's going to be a bad hard. thing. You don't I, think he can? I don't think he can, but I don't know. You know, That would be an interesting question to ask uh, one of the lawyers because it, this it deals with New Jersey constitutional law. You know, how much autonomy does a city have outside of the state? And it, because there's no, again, you know, a, a state has the ability, and only a state has the ability to, quar- for, uh, ability for quarantine, to issue a quarantine, an order of quarantine. Mm-hmm. The federal government can't do that. A state can do that. But um, can a municipality... Uh, and again, this is not a state of quarantine. There, there hasn't been a state of quarantine issued. This is just executive orders. I mean, these are fiat. Yes, these are correct. Not- He's up to 153 now. <laughs> 153. So I read the last two executive orders to see if it's okay for us to open. Details to follow on that. Executive order 153 references like 30 (laughs) of the other executive orders. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. I mean... Holy shit. Pursuant to Executive Order 97 issued on, whereas pursuant to Executive Order 132. Are you, listen, start over. Start over. Throw them all out. Issue one new clean executive order. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. So go, 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 Asbury Park, please. Now, our buddy in Randolph, Tennis, she got two citations. Uh, a couple of other people who had peaceful, open New Jersey got was that, citations. Is that indoor tennis? Yeah, it's indoor. Uh-huh. So uh, a Jay Weber and them asked about Governor Murphy pardoning them so they don't get fines. And Dushnot said, it's up to local law enforcement. Okay. <laughs> so it was okay for him to peaceful protest, but it wasn't okay for us to peaceful protest. I see. The duplicity is... Is overwhelming, yeah. but what what happened? Karma. He got Asbury Park. Right. It doesn't get better than that. It does not get better no. than that. No, you can't. You really can't. You know. Uh, and we've said time and time again, they're going to start to eat the, the, the you know themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I listen. I love it. I love it. So capitalism wins. Thank God. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. I'm planning on opening uh, really soon, and there's some stuff going on, so details to follow. I can't let the cat out of the bag right now, but classes will be listed shortly. And uh, the quarantine crawl, you know, before we do letters, the quarantine crawl has has really, really taken a life of its own. We're going to come up. Matt's doing a new web page. It's going to have an interactive map. It's going to have a list by categories. <laughs> and uh, all the videos I've done up to this point. You know, and I've asked for people for more information. And George Y., his son, uh, John, Linda, his son, Michael, they sent me. John said, Freedom Crawl. John said, The All American Crawl. His wife said, The All American Small Business Sojourn. Linda, too long. But I still love you. Support those who support us crawl. That's a pretty good one from John. The roving Range Rover crawl. I like that, John, but I'm not keeping that Range Rover forever. I like the 2A Friends crawl. 
you know, also we got like Unity Crawl, Freedom Crawl, the 2A Crawl. There, there's so many of them. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But keep them coming with the ideas. Uh, as soon as the quarantine is over, well, we're going to change the name from Quarantine Crawl to whatever it's going to be. I'm not going to be doing two or three a day anymore. Okay, I'm going to be doing basically well, you'll, one Well, you'll have to be doing working things. Yeah, I'll do like maybe one a week. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll just have a list compiled and I'll just follow up on them. How much time do you have left? Uh, about two minutes. So here's one letter from Matthew Beeb. Anthony, I heard your opening soon. I can't wait. Very exciting. Also, upon hearing it on your show and doing some research, I decided to support Knife Rights by buying tickets for Ultimate Steel. I ended up winning a SOG introduction pack with six knives. Very <laughs> awesome. How cool is that? Matthew, beginner's luck. Please support those <laughs> who support you. If you go to KnifeRights.com, their Ultimate Steel Challenge, make a donation. You can win. You can win. I'm telling you, everybody can win. Don't forget to check out Marty's V-Burger in New York City. Marty, I'm coming to do a crawl. I've just been too busy to go into the city, okay? And our buddy Peter Tillam in New York has nytacdefense.com. nytacdefense.com is like an insurance that's completely legal, like U.S. Law Shield for all New York residents. And then our buddy John Petrolino is on Amazon. Buy his book, Decoding Firearms, by John Petrolino. Buy it for all your friends and family who are new to the shooting sports. Excellent, excellent primer for people who are new to shooting sports. Excellent. Yes. How much time? Uh, another minute. Come on, bro. Okay, Mike. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll say some thanks from some people that have supported those who support you. Jeremiah Sullivan bought a gold membership. Belford Ward bought a gold membership. And then Mike Morano. Rich, though I expect to arrange my UP opening soon, cash flow is still cash flow. In support of Anthony and Gun for Hire and to express my supreme confidence in you all, I would like to purchase another year of my gold membership. Mike Morano, I think he's out three years now. <laughs> in gold memberships. That's great. Seriously. Seriously. I think he's out about three years. Wow. So thank you, Mike. We, we really appreciate it. Yes, we're planning on opening uh, really, really soon. I don't know what the new normal is going to be at the range. Hopefully the numbers continue to go down and we go back to normal capacities. It's going to be a juggling act with employees and everything. You know, the problem is that our, our governor doesn't give us any mileposts. Right. No mileposts. So you never know. If the data determines the dates, but we're done. We don't see the data. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. 
Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio, where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. So, my buddy George O. George, I got the two books. Uh, Sandy and I are going to discuss this on the air tomorrow, but today he sent me a letter. I was watching a video on COVID-19 contract tracing in California and violating voluntary quarantine and tracing directives can apparently invoke a $2,000 fine involvement of state protective services and possible detention that got me thinking if uh, if Adela's gym owners and patrons who were arrested and charged with violating king philip the first executive <laughs> order could this affect their current and future second amendment rights yes yes charged with crimes if they don't list that when they apply for their permit then it would be perjury mm -hmm. so yes anything we do affects us Excuse me, with firearms. I posted links. Uh, anybody can email Anthony at Gun for Hire. I have a page on how to get a gun in New Jersey, how to get a gun in New York, including New York City, with all of the steps, all the tips, all the traps, okay? Uh, I will gladly send you the links for either one of those pages. Uh, it was the most shared page I ever put up on Instagram and Facebook, by the way, yeah, because yeah. of all the new shooters, George. Right. So, uh, and it tells people, don't lie, tell the truth. But yes, uh, if I, I don't know how well contract tracing is going to happen in new jersey because murphy keeps dragging his, his feet on it you know yeah but uh we we shall see uh but it's something to be afraid about because they're they keep talking contract tracing phone apps that can do it this thing that thing the other thing it's quite scary shit by the way um i'm not for it at all i don't need a uh, big brother's boot uh, up my arse with a microchip in it to be quite honest with you so uh it's it's something really, really to be uh, scared about, uh, and just just beware. I'm going to fight it right till the end. What are they going to do? Charge us criminally or something if we don't get uh, 
a microchip or contract tracing or something. <laughs> so you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Who knows what? Uh, you know, contact tracing's always been used uh, to tr you know to trace the flow of an epidemic and uh, determine things. But I don't. You know, now it's a, it's taken it to a new height with uh, phone surveillance and GPS coordinates and. You know, already your phone carrier has that information. Yep. Yep. So uh, all they need is a court order to get it. Correct. Correct. You know, it's funny. I posted on uh, Phil Murphy's uh, press conference yesterday that I'm going to go down to Asbury Park and eat yeah. and support them. And about 30 loony lefts posted, good, hope you get COVID and die. Oh, good. It, aren't people great? That is from the group uh, of people who say, uh, don't be a hater. Is that what? Yeah, that's the tolerant group. Oh. Yes. See, I only direct the governor. I And I know he doesn't read the stuff, but it, I like trolling him. It's fun, you know? <laughs> and I like to post stuff about his, how he doesn't answer a dude, question. Dude, you really got to open soon. You got way too much free time. I know. I know. But I watch the presser every day because I wait for him when he when he gets asked a hard question. He goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll get back to you on that. You know, uh, I'm uh, practicing uh, the medics medicine without a degree. The lady who needs no introduction <laughs> to my left. I'd like to give a shout out to Ikmak Shmalini. I like to do, you know, it's just every day it's rah, 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 rah. Governor, do you have a plan to open it? No, that's coming soon. <laughs> that's that's coming soon. It's going we'll, soon. We'll have that in a few days, right, Judy? Okay, that's coming soon. Make why, sure you why wear your mask. There, then what are you? Yeah. What's your purpose yeah. for this? We we don't we don't know shit. We don't know we don't know shit. And again, every he talks about their precious souls and stuff, and every death is 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 important. But he does the obituary thing, he does the shout out thing, happy birthday things, you know. Uh, and then when questioning comes up, he goes, "No more questions. Hurry up, you know. Make it quick. Make it quick. Make it quick. You <laughs> yeah. spoke for forty five minutes right. about non COVID <laughs> shit." Shout outs. And now you got the press that only asks you softball questions, of except course. for Dave and Paul Molshine. They're the only two that ask any real questions. And he always says, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, they all wish me death, which is funny, you know, because I don't do that to them. I don't acknowledge them because I'm a constituent and I'm just venting, having fun with my elected official. I'm not doing it for them. Uh, you know, to attack me, and I'm not attacking them, but I don't give a shit. So, the quarantine crawl. I went down now as far south as Bayville. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, I passed your I passed your town. So, I went to by right. Uh, excuse me. Whew, I went to part right in Bayville. Transmission torque converters, drive line parts. They've been in business since the '70s. All right. And this is uh, uh, Sean Buglio wrote this. He wrote, Aunt, it was great meeting you yesterday. My parents can't believe you're going out of your way to help other businesses. They think it's wonderful. We can't wait to come shooting when you open up. I have never been able to get my mother to come, but my father used to compete professionally. Wow. I feel, yep, yeah, that's nice. I feel the way you have set your range up, I might just be able to get my mom to come. Oh, she's going to come. We're going to get her here. Well, thanks again, and I hope uh, your next few years are the best and then, then you have a rich and successful retirement. You earned it. Wow, that's nice. He's a young kid, too. By the way, thank you so much for the mask. We will wear them everywhere. I gave one to my 10-year-old nephew who loves shooting. I don't uh, ever think he will take it off. Uh, you, will meet, <laughs> you will meet him soon. Uh, <laughs> we will also have a Gun for Hire sticker proudly displayed in the office. P.S. If you're ever around and you want to go fishing, let me know. 
Bugliano, Sean Buglio, uh Partwright in Bayville. As soon as they pulled up to their business, they had an NRA sticker on the front window. Oh, my God. So that's all I need to know. And this is what I've been doing. I've just been going around and uh, doing my thing and uh, having a lot of fun visiting people. Then I get an email from Alan Cohen. Alan's a Gun for Hire alumni for a few years now. He wrote, Anthony, last week I went to Senders, Smoke Joint, and Teaneck. And yesterday I went to the Hillary, Hillary Street Grill in Totowa. Both were excellent. I would never have been to either if this pandemic didn't exist, and I never would have been to those places. Let me tell you something. That is the truth. We're closing it in on the community and keeping it in the family. And that's the purpose. It Listen, it's, it's really taken a life of itself. My buddy M. Garcia... Uh, posting Mark Drapkin posting pictures of all this stuff. M just had a party for his kid. He went to a little cake and saw Leo and Park Ridge. Uh, I went to Hillary Street Cafe the other day. They're right around the corner in Totowa. Uh, the husband Marlon uh, comes here to shoot, and you know I've been trying to get down the list. And some of these people aren't as uh, uh, as wired in with social media. They don't even know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. And then I come in and ask them, like, "Do you want me to do it?" Because I know you shoot at my range. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." And then the next day they send me an email, like, "Holy crap! I'm blown away. I had four people come in today and mention you and mention the quarantine crawl. I watched the video. I saw how many shares there were. I can't, I can't believe you're doing this. You know, it's like I have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, since you can't earn a living. Correct. Now, hopefully, after this week, I will have stuff to do, and then it will go down to a you know crawl that I will do little at a time. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, maybe one a week or whatever, and and just have some fun with it. But it's it's been very gratifying. And again, I spoke to this before. A lot of these people, I see them when they come into my house, the range. I never see what they do outside. Which is kind of cool. You know, and now going to their places of business and see what they do, it's it's quite gratifying for me. And, yeah, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm really, really enjoying it. And uh, again, anybody out there, if it's, send me info. If it's, but it's got to be a pro to a business, okay? You know, I go to Partwright, they have an NRA sticker on the window. They're right. not hiding from it, all right? Yeah. I'm not going to somebody because it's your place. Now, last week, uh, Tracy and I did a car hop. You ready? What is that? Well, uh, Shannon Rose in Ramsey did this thing where they hired Jay Mickens, Jay Mickens Music, uh, who I mean, Tracy and I are in one of his uh, music videos, right? Mm -hmm. He performed in a parking lot, had a mock stage set up, and they reserved parking spaces. Every other parking space, you pulled up, they gave you your spot. You could stay in your car or people brought folding chairs and stuff and you can sit in a space next to your car. And they had uh, car hops come out, take your order. How cool is that? And uh, so Tracy and I went up there and we ordered some drinks and stuff and we sat down and Jay performed and we hung out with him. I shot a quarantine crawl video with him. It was the first time we actually went out in three months wow. in a public setting and we talked to other people. Yeah, well, shouted. Shout, yeah, but it was. It, believe it or not, people were walking around a parking lot talking to each other. Yeah, you know, you you can't stop that inner communication thing. We're social animals, right. regardless of what our public masters think. You know, so it was really, really gratifying uh, to do that, and I got to shoot a quarantine crawl with Jay Mickens. So, killed a lot of birds. You know, took 
Tracy out <laughs> for dinner, got out of the house, yep. uh, got to interact with other meat popsicles like myself. Uh, yes, and, uh, you know, got to see Jay, who, uh, who I haven't seen since uh, the range has been uh, under lockdown. So it was really, really good. I'm going to all of these different places, man. I'm amazed by the, 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 the Second Amendment community, how uh, tight we are. Yeah. You know, I really, really am amazed how and tight how diverse are. and how big and all the businesses that they're in. I mean, it's not, you know, there's there's we talk about the one dimension all the time, you know, the you know, they're, they're gun owners, gun owners, gun owners. But they, they all have lives and they all have businesses and they run very successful businesses and they work and they, you know, they have uh, families. They raise families. It's and you don't get like you're saying, you don't. You don't get a chance to see that aspect of it because they they come to your house all the time, you know. You know, it's funny. Uh, like Tony came last week, Tony Simon, uh, uh, to pick up more donated ammo. Again, there's the Second <laughs> Amendment community. Right, right. Now, the people that donated that ammo, you know, we didn't ask them what their color race, green, yeah, religion, right. sexual persuasion was, right? And they didn't ask when they donated it who was going to be using it. Correct. And I did a crawl video with Tony for the second is for everyone, you know, because I want more people to be aware and know what he's doing. Yeah. And I said it in the video that he does the second is for everyone at my place and other ranges. Yeah, right. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> right, right. Okay, I'm going to compete with a range that's 65 miles away. I'm, I have to worry about them pushing up on me, you know, like, but people are like that. Yeah. You know, I just want more people aware and educated and on our team and on our side. So uh, as we're winding down, the range will be open shortly. Classes will be posted soon. The first couple of weeks will be a little quirky. But as we're winding down, I want everybody to reflect on, A, say a prayer for Paul Nolan. And if you can donate a few shekels, please. And, and B, this whole duplicity in the Second Amendment community when it comes to peaceful protests and jokes about minority stuff or, you know, running over protesters or whatever. You know, like there's that video of that trucker that ran over the protesters on the ramp and stuff. What if that was us? What if it was us two-way protesters? Right. What if we went down there to shut down Trenton and somebody somebody on the left barreled through us? Would we all, would we all rejoice that? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. No, we wouldn't, right? So I think we're either all together or we're not together. So something we, we, we all have to reflect on and think about. And, you know, sometimes you have to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. Think about you're posting it from your perspective. Think how all your two-way brothers and sisters are perceiving that. Right. Before you post that jackass comment or that jackass meme or whatever the hell it may be. You know what I mean? And remember that it's out there forever. Correct, correct. But then, but once, like you get a once you get one of our two way brothers and sisters in the minority community see you post something like that, you've lost all credibility with them. Yeah. Don't walk up to them at a diversity shoot and say, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Said, they hate you now. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah. They hate you now. Right. So that's what I'm talking about. 
point. Man, I want everybody to reflect on that. I'm tired of this shit, Sandy. I get the attacks. I'm used to it. I'm the tip of the spear, okay? I'm used to being the tip of the spear. I know that people go back and look at shit I posted 10 years ago, and they take a one little snippet of it. Always. Right? (laughs) Always. Right? And they twist it. To fit the narrative. Right. I've had it done to me many times Mm -hmm. before. And you want to know something? I'm okay with that because I chose this. Right. All right? But not everybody has to handle it the way I do. uh, And we should all think about how it affects everybody in the 2A community. Uh, You know, I think our forefathers... you know, obviously they were mostly white and English, but when the Civil War started, there were people of color that fought alongside, okay? Especially Absolutely. in the northern states where they weren't part of slavery. That's right. So please support those who support you. Tip of the spear here. Racism has no room in the 2A community. Think before you act. Reflect. If you're going to be that type of person, I have no use for you. I'm done. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfect to get hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a counterfeit media production. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the team, Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Please, guys, each one, reach one. Love you guys. See you next week. A nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Even when you think of it It makes you all perspirous If they cough up far enough It's likely to retire us Super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Hope what I'm telling you comes so am I Listen to crash with your so am I Waiting for a perfect income so am I Wondering what else could come so am I My colleague at such poor hygiene He never washed his hands Quite often touched me nose you see And I got sick real bad For many days sick in a ward I finally went home And now I'm careful what I touch and isolate alone This super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Messing our economy, our workplaces all fired us If we don't self-isolate, it's likely to inspire us Super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Oh, I'm turning it from so am I Missing interaction with the so am I Waiting for a property to come so am I Wondering what else to become so am I It's traveled all around the world and everywhere it went let loose, it's hard for us to flatten down its great ascent. Now dukes and politicians ponder the economy. Today we cannot guess what's next, they'll tell us on TV. Ooh. This super-nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus. We don't want a virus, it's really not desirous. If we do not do enough, it truly will be virus. Super-nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus. Oh, I'm wondering if I'm so high, wondering what else could I'm so high. Now some folk have it backwards, they think viruses are caused by a conspiracy in 5G. But that's going a bit too far, don't you think? In Duke- so when you cannot leave your home, there's no need for dismay. Right, just think of all the world and how you're helping save the day. Yeah. But better lock down carefully or it could cause you strife. And for example, yes, got stuck for six weeks with this girl. Oh, how she's ruined my life. Wow. Oh, but a lovely thing she is too. Uh. This super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus Stay at home, we'll beat it in the future, they'll admire us Super nasty cataclysmic COVID-19 virus